Hey, what's up, guys? Danny here. I'm sitting here with uh, with Derek. Hey, guys. What's going on? So this last weekend, we attended the uh, Stop the War on Children rally. This is a event that happened across the nation in many different cities. It's basically a movement, a rally to bring attention to what parents feel like are happening to our children on a cultural level, at the governmental level, um, child trafficking, what a lot of people are experiencing in schools, what people are experiencing in the culture. Um, and I think that these are real issues, man. Like going into this, I wasn't as like, I was like, yeah, sure. We'll go to this and check it out. But like after meeting with people and talking with people who, who have really experienced the teeth of this thing that exists in our culture, yeah, uh, it's hard for me to deny, brother. Yeah, there's just no denying it. You'd have to say that these people are just like making up a story from years ago and just chose to fight against the school board for no reason. Yeah. You know, they have morals. There's something, there's a deep, deep conviction that we all have in us. And it's cool because a, a lot more people are showing up to each of these rallies. Like each time, every school board meeting, there's like three or four new people on our side. Mm -hmm. Every time. And there's like four, five. Okay, four more, four new people. It's just growing, growing because people just cannot... You can't turn, you can't look away from it. You can't deny it. It's gotten to that point. And we all knew it would get there. And I knew, I knew Temecula would wake up. I knew for a fact, once they actually had their eyes all the way open, that people would start showing up and not putting up with it. But anyways, guys, yeah, it was great. It was really great to talk and meet with all these people, these up and comers. And uh, like, like Danny said, to actually hear the real story from like, mm. not hearsay, from the actual person. Yeah. And when you're sitting in front of somebody, that's the thing too. You know, and you you know when someone's telling the truth. Yeah, I mean yeah. they sit in front of us. Yeah, and like make up some bold lie. Like yeah, me and Danny bold. would sniff you out in freaking two yeah, seconds. That's true. Yeah, so you could I completely one hundred percent trust these people, and I believe their intentions are pure. Yeah, I think that's it. I think their heart's in the right place. And um, yeah. Anyways, guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. This was the. 10th episode. This is the, yeah, this is the 10th, 10th episode. Rally episode. And uh, the Duck Pound Rally on Saturday. Oh, oh, um, it was really neat because we caught a hot mic also of Slim praying and we totally didn't mean to. And, and we're, we were able to use that in this episode, which is pretty cool. All right, enjoy. We'll talk to you later. Later. Sexual attitudes. So God bless this meeting today. And we welcome those that oppose us. You have a constitutional right to oppose us, but you will not win. Because the truth, although it moves slow, it stands firm and strong. Alright, thank you all. First of all, uh, thank God for this opportunity. Um, thank you for this uh, invitation to sit on your podcast. Uh, to everybody out there, my name is Kenneth Crotto. I am a current uh, sitting governing board trustee for Hemet Unified School District. Uh, married, uh, we have seven children, uh, quite a few grandchildren, uh, but our two youngest are actually still in um, a public schooling, uh, so they're both freshmen in high school right now. Um, and what got me started was just, I was thinking about that today, really the pinpoint was uh, about a few years ago um, when our daughter had to enter middle school and we had to sign or 
be aware of how we sign things. Um, and what, what they have in Hemet is a, it's called Aries. And so it's where you register your kids for school. And so I started reading some things and there's a thing called the California Healthy Youth Act. And so I started looking exactly what that was and uh, it involves like sex education. And so I was aware of what kind of uh, material was gonna be provided if I agreed to that to, for, my, for our children to participate. And I, um, that's what started. I stood totally against it because of what, what they're trying to teach. Yeah, yeah. So this whole thing's interesting, you know, everything that's going on. And I think for me, from our perspective, we started this platform because we really wanted to push back on a lot of the things, the chaos that's going on in our community. I think think on both sides, people really, really want to stand for their kids. But I think that there are certain ideologies that are coming into our schools that people aren't willing to stand on or they just say oh, that doesn't really bother me I'm not concerned about exactly. that and and, and yes. I think that people are not taking what's going on seriously and and it does feel like a war on kids just in general in our entire nation you know so uh, I appreciate you coming oh, out, thank brother. Thank you. Well, it's crazy. They've never answered the simple question of, like, what age do you think this stuff is appropriate? No. But their defense is that, well, it's all out there anyways. They have it on the Internet. Who cares? It's like, that is not a, that's not an excuse to, like, show it to them. No, it's not. But that is their rebuttal. It, it is. You know, those are things that, that I face. You know, what what is age appropriate? Um, everybody, I, I guess you would say, based off family. Family is, like, ideas of, of things, you know, because is uh what is age appropriate because we have families that are just like no television in the home no social media so you have to you know listen to their voices and hear to that then you have families um where children may be being raised by grandma or grandpa or in foster care where there is no supervision of what they watch Uh you know so where's that line and i think that's where we ask that question who are the adults in the room exactly you know there should be something that is age appropriate um, within our school systems and, and even with that being said the type of material that a lot of parents and people are finding is what you and I as kids um, you know w- looked at if we decided to look at stuff like that it, we had to hide you know it, it was hidden yeah, you know yeah. and we don't talk about yeah, it yeah, you know? but yeah. now it's just like so much out there in your face and if you try to say something against it your, your name is attached with whatever word and at the end of it phobia yeah, well, yep, Kenneth, yep. I, we really appreciate you coming on, man. As a dad, I appreciate you stepping up and, oh, and willing to take the bullets like that and hem it. And, and I think more parents need to and are going to start stepping up. Uh, it's, it's a blessing, man. It's, it's just a blessing. Thank you all for this opportunity. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank we can't wait to hear it. We can't wait to hear you speak soon. <laughs> all right, right. Yeah. All right, everybody. All right, we'll see you later. All right, guys. Uh, so that was Kenneth Prado from Hemet Unified. Uh, he gave some words at the rally, and um, it was really interesting. It was, um, you know, I I I appreciate, and I think I said this in the episode, but I really appreciate people who are willing to go on the school board and stand on the things that they believe in as parents because, they, you know, they have a big target on their back. And um, I know that's tough, so I, I appreciate men like that. What do you think, Derek? Yeah, I, I really like them. I feel like in that brief... And that brief time, um, how he explained that he's been doing this fight for like a couple of years. So like he found out about a book that was pretty explicit, I think, years ago. So he's been fighting this fight kind of by himself. That's why these guys that run, they're so invested. 
the rest of us are jumping into this thing the last maybe few months, six months. Can you imagine if you're a parent and found a book that you found pretty great, that you found was not, you know, appropriate, and then having to fight with that school like maybe like three years ago by yourself. So those are the type of people we're like that are on our side. Like they're die hot. They're they're going all the way. They're all in. They've been on yeah. it like by themselves since That's day true. one. And and I think that you know, for me. Um, I appreciate what he's standing on. That's why I voted for Dr. K. That's why I stand with them today is because parents' rights, I think, are the most important thing in the schools. This is why we have parents that are leaving in drones to, to homeschool their kids. And, and I said it before, I, you know, I don't want to homeschool my kids because I think that that's a sign of the beginning of a breakdown in our society, and I don't want that. So, um, yeah, anyways, dude. Yeah, we're going to have to get him we're on gonna, for a full one. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have uh, we'll we'll reach out and see if he wants to come on. All right, guys, enjoy the next one. So I've kind of be become known as that teacher. Like people will see me when I'm out and about, and they're like, oh, "Are you that teacher?" So I'll <laughs> explain what they mean. Um, this January, I was actually fired, which is kind of unheard of to hear of a teacher being fired unless it's like some, you know, gruesome thing. Um, but I was fired for really just calling out the um, transgender policies, directives, whatever you want to call them, uh, that were put on me by my school district because they went, uh, you know, they came directly head to head with my personal beliefs and my faith. And my school district was asking me to call students by their preferred gender or pronoun, which I right away like that one convicted me because if you really look deeply into that, that is going along with whatever lie or confusion a young child is believing about their identity. So I immediately like felt convicted over that, but it got worse. The next one was that if I did have a student share that they you know, have a, a new pronoun or name, I would have to um, withhold that from their parents. And so I, I directly looked my assistant superintendent in the eye and I said, are you asking me to lie to parents? And he said, yeah, it's for student safety and privacy. And I just, I couldn't begin to understand when students suddenly started needing safety and privacy from their very own parents. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when I really started to become awake and and realize how how the education system and state and government views parents. And and it's with the assumption that they don't that we don't have our child's best interests at heart. <laughs> yeah. Which is just that really Asinine. is their, that's their yeah. core belief. Yeah. That is their, like, they think if you're a white Christian, you're dangerous to anyone that's gay or transgender, yeah. like off the bat. Yeah. Like yeah. that's not, they know like no benefit of the doubt, no nothing. That's, but that's how they get the story going and they right. get amp everybody up. Yep. Yet I've never heard one story of like, I think I would have heard it on the news if some like Christian couple like beat their uh, gay kid to death <laughs> right. for like yeah. coming out. Like I haven't heard one thing about Maybe I'm sure they'll find it now. I'm sure it's happening somewhere, oh but you know, it's like yeah, we'll, yeah, get, the, we'll get the email. Is, uh, yeah, it's it's sick. Well, I, I thought it was kind of crazy too that you're saying like something about your social media post. Yeah. So the way that those directives, or the reason those directives were put on me, like directly put on me, and I was told you must like come back to work and follow these, or you're done. It's because my beliefs were found out about. So I've uh, always been the same teacher 
since you know year one to year six, which is the year I was fired in. But the difference about year six was that students, I moved to the high school from the middle school and students at the high school decided, hey, let's see if we can find Mrs. Tapia on Instagram. And oh, they found wow. me. I see. And they found my Christian conservative beliefs that I'm very open about on my social media, huh. where I did not say I'm, you know, a, a teacher at Harupa Valley High School. This account is affiliated with my job. Like, no, that was my personal page that I I would expose things for moms. Like, hey, moms, Kohl's is now making pride onesies for 12-month-olds. Like, we shouldn't be supporting this, huh. funding this corruption. Like, just sharing things like that. My, my son, um, he was diagnosed with mycotoxins, which was mold exposure. And we went through a whole, like, in circles with the medical system with that. It was actually a, a local chiropractor that found the root cause to his issue. And so I was sharing about that journey with moms and I was, I had so many moms like following along and so grateful because their own child had the same symptoms as our son. And now they knew, oh, we, we need a test for, for mold exposure. And so it was just, again, my personal page where I was, you know, sharing with, with other moms um, and yeah, students just happened to decide to look me up one day. Hmm. I'd like to think because they wanted to see a picture of my kids, you know, that I've mentioned that I have, you know, three little ones or because my students would always ask, like, how are your kids? You know, I, I have students that would um, really into horses in the area I taught. Uh, it's a big horse community. I'm, I also have horses. And so, you know, I would connect with them that way, let them know I ride too, you know. They might have gone on to find a picture of my horse. I don't know, but I don't think they were ready for what they found. They, again, found my beliefs, took it as hate, discrimination, disrespect, and sent my posts into my district. That's how it all started. Wow. Thank you for coming out, and I appreciate you speaking today. Yeah, thank yeah, you guys thank for you. coming really out good speech, and for yeah. what you do. Yeah, thank, right. you, thank so you. We'll see you later. All right, sounds good. So that was uh, Jessica Tapia, an, another parent. Um, it's just interesting to see, man, because I think that, uh, like, specifically what happened to her, you know, um, it was like she didn't have a choice but now to, like, talk about this full for force, you know. It's like this this change in our culture that's happening is it's impacting people at the the level of like their income and their life you know so um what other choice did she have now you know but to expose the thing that tried to destroy her completely yeah and it really sounds like they really like they always talk about like the censorship and stuff online and the power of social media and these companies and um yeah, I mean, it sounds like they're just going against her Christian values and the fact that we, it sounds like she was speaking out against, like, uh, medicine. She was, like, offering holistic. I see, they don't I see, like I that, see, dude. The algorithm does not like So you're like saying that's also what she what she does on her social media? Probably like it was from what she said, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think she was doing two things, Christian and, you know, For sending sure. out that message. I mean, and like, whatever it is, there's definitely, like— um, an issue with our culture where yeah where they think they can hold you accountable for like who you are and and your 
your moral beliefs, you know? It's it's the most bizarre thing that's Losing happening. Losing your right job now. over just saying and, that and, you're Christian and, and remember then just saying about new medicine. How many, like, hey, this helped my family member. Every teacher, every teacher that we've had on talked about how nobody gets fired. Yeah. You know, it's how like hard it is so to get wow. Fired. So yeah. yeah. Anyways, guys, enjoy the next person who sat down with us today. All right. So here we are. It's so crazy. It's the end of the event. And then we have a guy, you guys can probably hear him yelling behind me. Yep. He's, he's just uh, an agitator, I guess. He came over here and he started screaming. I don't know what's going on. Anyways, Riley, hey, there's been a lot of chaos with the board meetings and uh, what's been going on. I just wanted to hear your perspective and hear your side and what that whole thing was about, man, because you're, uh, you're getting a lot of heat over what you had to say at the board meeting. And I want to give you uh, an opportunity to have an uncontested opinion heard that's an understatement i'm getting a lot of heat but <laughs> pretty much throughout high school i've saw a lot of teachers who were extremely left and they would show that in the classroom and one teacher that i can remember in specific was mr hyde which is why i brought him up at the meeting and i said he's indoctrinating children encouraging them to become lgbtq and they're trying to call me someone who's saying slander against them but i mean the word indoctrinate just means to teach or instruct there's many different definitions of indoctrinate. So this teacher that I called out, he had around like three or four political flags in his classrooms. He had a little sign at his door that said, you know, if you're questioning your sexuality or your gender, you can come talk to me in private. And she just seems a little weird for a grown man and a teenage boy to be talking about their sexuality in secret. It's one of the first steps of grooming. I can't speak to Mr. Hyde. I don't know him or, or any teacher in, in, that, in our district in that aspect. But I think it's important that if that is how you saw it as a student, then as a community, we're doing an injustice to all of us to discredit your opinion. You have every right to say what you saw and say, if you say something that you know people aren't gonna like, that's not a reason not to say it. Oh, yeah. we, we should be talking about this stuff. We should be bringing it up. and. If it's not true, then the only way we prove that it's not true is by bringing it up and right. talking about it. Anyways, brother, thank you very much. Thanks for showing up yeah. today. All right, perfect. Sounds right. good. Thank you, brother. Thanks, I appreciate man. having you on. Thanks for speaking up. Yeah. All right. So I wasn't sure if I wanted to sit down with Riley, man, with all the controversy that was that was happening and going on. Um but I do think it's important to not discredit his perspective. If that was his perspective, then he has every right to to speak on that, you know? And what do you, what do you it, think? Well, and I don't know who that Mr. Hyde is, but I think Mr. Hyde has uh, should be given the chance, too, to, like, defend himself and say that he wasn't about that. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, you watch the meeting. That video, that video got put out where he storms off. You know what I mean? There was right. the clip of him. He was there and he like storms off. And, and I just, you know, like. And once again, that's just such a sign of these people being so unstable. They can never sit down. Just yeah, like, but I mean, you know, I don't even want to say that because he's a teacher and I don't know him. And I have a, and like the more I've gotten involved with this, the more I kind of like. I kind of respect teachers in our district because everyone that I interact with seems pretty, you know, able to have a conversation and talk. So I, I, I don't know. And, and not, not, not everybody's like that, but um, yeah, it would be dope to have Mr. Hyde on and let him talk. I think that, and you know, and, and maybe 
you know, it probably doesn't feel good to have someone say something like that to you at a board meeting, you know, but on the other end, if someone says something like that about me, you know, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't even react. You know what I mean? I just, I just don't understand. I don't understand his reaction. And I think a lot of us kind of feel like that, you know, and maybe you don't agree with Riley's perspective, but he's in our community. He was just a student. Like there's, there's not a reason to like shame him or not hear from him. I, I just don't agree with that at all. I also think Riley is, is he's a really young conservative. You know, I think he, I think he has some pulling back towards the middle to do for himself. And I think as he goes through life, he'll develop that. You know what I mean? Yeah. What, what do you, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. He's a young kid. He had the, uh, he had the guts to go up there and say it. I don't think he would, I don't think he's, a, he's definitely not a dumb kid. He's a, he's a smart guy. Yeah. So he knows that he just can't go up there and make up some lie about for somebody. sure. Yeah. Why so, would, why would he do that? Also yeah. with the way the teacher kind of stormed out, almost overreacted. It's almost that that's what kind of people do when they, um, are almost caught but yeah like I, I i don't know i don't know this riley kid i gotta talk to him more but i'm going off people's kind of mindset and incentive and if you know someone knows that they can't say something slanderous like that yeah i feel like i proof. feel like also at this point like i feel like the people who don't want to come on the show are the ones who kind of know they're lying because so many people in our community are tuned in you know so that's another thing that that's that's been kind of interesting like his willingness to sit down with us at the rally he was all about it you know so yeah. that, i think that kind of said spoke a lot to me on my end you know but i don't know man we'll see we got to sort these things out we you know if if a former student feels like that that's happening and he's still going to live in our community we need to address it i'm not saying accuse or fire or slander or anything like that but let's address it we need to be able to have the conversation shouting him down is not the way is not the approach and a little and bit of an inve- at the meeting a little bit of an investigation to see if it's true or not too yeah put a little bit of labor. i mean i mean well, like i mean I'm, I'm sure there's some truth i mean, look i'm okay i'm like based off of what he said with us here mm-hmm. he talked about his the message that the teacher would send and he talked about the flags right right and to the teacher he doesn't see that as anything wrong but he understands that there is a culture who that does you know, I think that the way he acted was more of a reaction of like, he, he doesn't want to receive any sort of issues in our community because he knows that there's a large portion of our culture that doesn't view that as appropriate or right. Yeah. Where he lives in a world where he's surrounded by people in, in his environment that share his beliefs where they think they're, they're being in the safe space and things mm-hmm. like that. And like, again, this is why I think we need to have these conversations because it's like two different realms that we're living in where when you live in one, you're scared of the other. Yeah. You know? And yep. I don't know. Anyways, guys, enjoy the next person who sat down with us. So um, I'm a Temecula local and I'm Gen Z. And a big part of this for me is just watching what's happening to my generation has been really eye-opening and very hard at the same time because we have you know the highest suicide rates, we have the highest drug addiction rates, and you know this whole... Um, I, I, I call it a cult. This transgender cult is just, you know, it's causing a lot of damage to my generation right now in my community. Uh-huh. No, I, I appreciate you standing up, and I, I, I'm happy to have you here with us, and you're, you're a powerhouse on our side, and, and thank you for standing with us. I yeah. appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah, thank you. We know what we're seeing. We've seen it in the community. We've seen the extremism in the community and, you know, just the radical left um, pushing their ideals onto us, and it's something that I experienced in school, you know, growing up, and something that I've seen um, from all my friends out of school. So shockingly enough, um, 
fresh out of high school, all my friends, or sorry, a majority of my friends, I was uh, four or five girls, all went transgender three years after high school. Uh-huh. And that was very eye-opening to me. I was like, you know, how did that happen? And why is it such a trend right now? Yeah. And a lot yeah. of them came to regret it and suffered because of it. But that's a huge part of my fight. Well, we're definitely going to do an episode with you soon. And we'll have you on. And we'll, we'll dig more into you and how you got involved and, and uh, where you stand on everything. All I right. appreciate you for uh, coming out and being here with us, though, today. All right, thank you so much. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for having me. So, uh, Milana, she's... Um, a person who attends all the board meetings and she's been very involved and um, very helpful. I bet Derek, you know a little bit more about her. You want yeah, to I met her. Yeah, she came to the rallies a little bit ago and she got really involved really quick. Super passionate, super cool, super cool family. I think like background, I think Cuban. And uh, I believe she still works for Blexit. So she's part of like the Blexit crew in TPUSA. So... Yeah, she's putting in a lot of work trying to organize our side and, you know, get all the flyers out. And I think she keeps pretty busy. So, yeah, a good person to have on our side on the team. Yeah, for sure. So, anyways, um, yeah, I mean, I guess we should probably talk a little bit just about, like, you know, I, I think it's important to reach out to, to the youth, yeah. you know. At the end of the day, yeah. Milana lives here. Riley lives here. Um, these are going to be the people who potentially have the next families and are the parents in the district and the ones speaking out. And the fact that they're speaking out now, mm -hmm. I think is very important. And I think that, um, I think it's important to, to, to get them involved and, and pull them in. And you know what I mean? It like, really is actually the most important thing to do is to get to these like 17, 18, 19, 20 yeah. year olds. And, and just, and, and really, but, and just educate them. Yeah. On and just, or, or, or like just our platform specifically, like pull them in and, and show them like, Hey, like civil dialogue, we, we're, we're going to start doing this. Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't know. I think that the next generation is important and to teach them to have these discussions. Well, trying to debate your point and be well versed on what you think and then express it clearly and pause and able to listen to what the other person is saying is a very very hard skill that most people just don't have yeah most people just have grown up on the phone with text <clears throat> messages right. you have time to respond you're not face to face so a lot of these people all with their comments and they send these long emails but they can't they have time to research that it's a fake but that's why they don't you know we need to teach people how to have a dialogue face to face yeah. and be able to think on your Think about what the next question and, coming is. And, yeah, and, and also like the ability to like public speak. It's like, it's it's so important, you know, the ability to use language to get your point across effectively. That is the only way a society can survive, I, I think. So she's really good at that and I appreciate mm -hmm. that. And remember, I reached out to uh, Preston uh, the gentleman who always wears the oh, yellow suits. Yeah. Uh -huh. He was there at the event and I spoke to him and he gave me his card and I, I reached out to him. But since we started, since we started, I talked about how I want to talk to him. I want to know more than just three minutes about what that what that kid thinks. You know, he was just in the high schools. He's part of the LGBTQ community. I want to hear from him like. Yeah. And, and, and have because that he's dialogue. Truly, yeah. He's on the say quote unquote other side, but he's still a young kid. Yeah, it, it, he's yeah, still it young. Yeah. Like I don't want him to develop 
the fear of of us like the adults have because i don't think it's really existent you know like you know it's like we can't just keep dehumanizing each other bro and attacking each other you know like we can't do yeah. that as a community and we need to we need to uh, show that to the young to the to young, the young yeah exactly set the example set the example 100 percent. so so um, preston the invite's still out right <laughs> yeah i reached out to him on instagram we're not friends okay. so it goes in the requested and i wonder if he's even if he's even gonna read it well you know he's always around and he's like yeah, yeah. So respectful I, but, and he's like just kind of very quiet and videotapes and he doesn't seem like a bad like yeah i really yeah. am curious to know like his right. side no, like yeah, what I he thinks know more. yeah like, I just, how did he just even him. get into this yeah, yeah. or, or and, and i told him that when he comes on we don't even have to talk recall i told him you come on we can just i just want to know where you're from and tell me about your upbringing you know i'm mm -hmm. sure a lot of people are curious yeah. so anyways man uh thanks for tuning in guys i hope you enjoyed it um we have one more yeah we have one more which uh this one's pretty cool enjoy so as a city councilwoman here in Temecula, it's been about three years uh, since I've been called to this position. This is nothing that I've ever been like, oh yeah, let me just run and go be on the dais. And as a city councilwoman, it's just, it was never something I thought of doing. But when I tell you I was called, there's no doubt. And I was, it was very obvious that I was to do the city work, to protect people through uh, public safety. But at the same time, um, I'm there to expose what's going on in the darkness and the lies that are being, that are being held you know, uh, they're at City Hall. And so for me, it was very obvious after a little bit of time that it, I had to step up to this role. And I've loved it ever since. Uh, I plan on running one more time at least. Uh, in January, I'll be starting. But right now for me, this is all about the kids. As a mom who has five kids, we homeschool. Uh, my husband and I were both in the military. Uh, this is very important for us because we fought for this country. And for us, it's important to maintain and hold on to everything we fought for. And so for that, it's very easy to, to step up to uh, the enemy or these people, I want to call it. Not, it's, it's the spirit of the enemy, but it's the people who are just woke and who haven't really understood why we're doing what we're doing. And they are just not hearing us. And so my goal is just to continue with love and truth and coming out and just exposing what needs to be exposed and passing on truth to people. Well, great. Well, yeah, thank you. Perfect. Yeah, I really liked your speech. I appreciate, you know, with your background, you said with the military and the cops, you understand this, this, you have to have a strategy behind what's going on. Like this is deeply rooted. This just isn't something that popped up. And these aren't just some random people with their opinion. Like they're backed by the government. Like they're backed by the machine. The machine has all day to think about propaganda and how to manipulate people. They have all the money behind them. And, and so they're coming after, and I think sometimes people don't like recognize that. They don't understand like, hey, if you step into this position on school board, you're gonna get like majorly taught. You're going against the government. Like even for me and him, it's like, I recognize speaking out like, this is gonna be like, once you're on the radar and yeah. if you start making noise, like you gotta be prepared for like, yeah. The worst of the, you know. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think, like you said, uh, and maybe it's maybe it's my military background where I, I feel the same way, where I I was willing to give my life for this country, and I feel like people are trying to make changes that I don't agree with who weren't willing to put their same skin in the game mm. that I did. Yeah. So I, I find it frustrating and, and upsetting when, like you said, people don't see our message. They try to spin it to, to fit their unconscious bias. They're not really listening. At the end of the day, this is about the kids. It's about what's, what's right and what's best. And we need to be able to have those conversations to really 
find a common ground, find a happy medium, or I, I don't think that um, looking at each other as the enemy and, and not engaging is the move. I think that will create more divisiveness and more hate. And I thank you guys for what you're doing today and getting the message out there to parents who uh, don't know anything. We were just talking that large percentage, I think you said about 50%, they just, they're clueless on what's going on, what is all this? And you guys are being, a, you're a part of that and this is your lane and I'm just such, it's such a blessing just to see what you guys are doing. So thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate it. Absolutely. We'll, we'll see you soon. Alrighty, thank you, gentlemen. All right, bye. All right, so that was City Council Member Jessica Alexander. Yeah, I, I was excited to get the opportunity to speak to her because I've never met her. I've never talked to her, but she's a female Marine. She uh, was a police officer. She has a lot of experience in that realm. And, and uh, I, I admire people like that, obviously, because, you know, I have my personal opinions on, on what that living that type of lifestyle develops within you. But um yeah, I, I appreciate everything that she had to say. You know, one of the most important things that when I heard her speak at the rally was she yeah. talked about how it starts in the home. And it's mm -hmm. so funny because uh, one of the pro recall people were there and she came up to me and told me that she actually agrees with that. It does start in the home and like 100%, you know. And um, anyways, I, I just thought that, that that's something that really stood out to me that people aren't saying and I and I agree with her 100%. I think that we need to hold each other accountable yeah, with just, what, what we're showing our children. It shows a level, like, I've heard a lot about her, too. Like, good things. Yeah, but I didn't know she had the cop and the Marine background that kind of speaks to her her temperament. But for you, for you to admit that it starts in the home and not go blame other people or blame other people or blame the school system, or that shows a level of self-awareness and self-accountability that yeah. not many people have. It is like really when you think about it, at the end of the day, we all have to control our own lives and our own kids' lives, our own lives, even just at that point, at that level. Yeah. Like if you don't have accountability for, yeah, it, it talks more about just the human nature, I think, of yeah. everybody needs to be more self-accountable and just admit when you're wrong. Yeah, and, well, well, you know, and, and I also think that that's why we see more parents stepping up is because to a certain point when you can't do anything about it, you have to be self-accountable for what you expect for your children. And at a certain point, when you see issues outside, part of that process is, is stepping up, attending rallies, speaking out, make a public comment, say no more. That's part of like the self-accountability that I think we're seeing across the board in California. You know, and, and that's what this was all about. This rally It's not just the schools. I mean, it's it's child trafficking. It's also it's the war on children. Stop the war on children. And it was a great success, man. I keep seeing clips from all over Cali. Yeah, I saw one in, in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, well, I saw oh, one yeah, in Tennessee. Yeah. Right. So like, um, you know, this is something this it's not just it's there is a culture war going on. And, it, and it's so obvious now that it is targeting the kids. At first, I think most parents kind of like were in disbelief, right? Maybe like a year and yeah. a half ago. Like, yeah. no, nah, not, not really going on. Yeah. Now it's so blatantly obvious. Now all most parents, their gut feeling, they just, just go with it. It's right. Yeah. Just go and speak out and be like, this isn't appropriate. Well, yeah, like, why? Just because it just isn't in my gut and because it's like com even common sense not appropriate. Yeah, but uh, you know, man, I just... Uh, like a lot of people say the argument of like, oh, this is these are just non-issues that people are making issues. No, it's like, issues. 
like I, I get it that there's like bigger frisk to fry than like the books in the school. But I think when people say that, what they don't understand is how strong parents stand on their values, how strong parents feel. I am accountable for my children and the person I'm putting out into the world. And it's my job to put the best version of my child out there. So you are underestimating me as a dad who's willing to to go out and stand up what I believe in and what I expect for my children. And I think a lot of parents are feeling that way. And at the end of the day, man, you are pushing your ideology onto my children, Mm -hmm. right? Like politicians are doing it. Our state politician is trying to come after our kids and take away parental rights. I believe that wholeheartedly. And it's a losing battle because I have something to lose. You are not, this is, this is my lineage and my bloodline and my generation. I hold the responsibility for everybody in my lineage up to this point, And I won't fail all of the ancestors who came before me. And that's just what it is. You will meet my expectation as a dad and what I expect for my children. And that is across the board in schools, in society, what's acceptable, what's allowed, period. And a lot of parents are starting to realize this and stand up and speak out. And this is why it's becoming, even Gavin Newsom is backing out. You know, he got asked about the bills he signed. He's like, oh, you're talking about the small percent of the population. He's like trying to completely get out of the space. Well, he's, he's just trying to not even be in the limelight of this battle because he understands. And I think the world is seeing how parents really feel about this. And it's just gonna keep growing, so. Yeah. It is what it is, man. Yeah. This thing was about the war on children, guys. I know we kind of strayed from what this originally was, but we had the rally and I didn't know what to expect. We got invited out. I didn't know how this was going to go, but I loved how it turned out and I wanted to share it with you all. Um, yeah. Th- thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. We had a really good time at the rally. It was a different different type of podcast, but it actually worked out really well. Um, yeah. I had a blast and got to meet like a lot, a lot of like, people that I've heard about for a while and never really had a chance to sit down with. Yeah. So we're going to be having some interesting guests on here coming up pretty soon. Yeah, we're going to sort it out. Thanks, guys. We'll see you later. See you later.